Section 210 of Chesterfield's Letters to His Son Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter 287 Blackheath, July 11, 1766 My dear friend, You are a happy mortal to have your time thus employed between the great and the fair. I hope you do the honors of your country to the latter. The emperor, by your account, seems to be very well for an emperor, who, by being above the other monarchs in Europe, may justly be supposed to have had a proportionably worse education. I find by your account of him that he has been trained up to homicide, the only science in which princes are ever instructed, and with good reason, as their greatness and glory singly depend upon the numbers of their fellow-creatures which their ambition exterminates. If a sovereign should, by great accident, deviate into moderation, justice, and clemency, what a contemptible figure would he make in the catalogue of princes? I have always owned a great regard for King Log. From the interview at Torgal, between the two monarchs, they will be either a great deal better or worse together, but I think rather the latter. For our namesake, Philip de Comines, observes, that he never knew any good to come from la bouchement des rois. The king of Prussia will exert all his perspicacity to analyze his imperial majesty, and I would bet upon the one head of his black eagle against the two heads of the Austrian eagle, though two heads are said, proverbially, to be better than one. I wish I had the direction of both monarchs, and they should, together with some of their allies, take Lorraine and Alsace from France. You will call me l'abbé de Saint-Pierre, but I only say what I wish, whereas he thought everything that he wished practicable. Now to come home. Here are great bustles at court, and a great change of persons is certainly very near. You will ask me, perhaps, who is to be out and who is to be in. To which I answer, I do not know. My conjecture is that, be the new settlement what it will, Mr. Pitt will be at the head of it. If he is, I presume, qu'il aura mise de l'eau de son vin pour rapport à Milor B, when that shall come to be known, as known it certainly will soon be, he may bid adieu to his popularity. A minister, as minister, is very apt to be the object of public dislike, and a favorite as favorite still more so. If any event of this kind happens, which, if it happens at all, I conjecture will be some time next week, you shall hear further from me. I will follow your advice and be as well as I can next winter, though I know I shall never be free from my flying rheumatic pains, as long as I live but whether that will be more or less is extremely indifferent to me. In either case, God bless you. Letter 288. Blackheath, August 1st, 1766. My dear friend, The curtain was at last drawn up, the day before yesterday, and discovered the new actors, together with some of the old ones. I do not name them to you, because tomorrow's gazette will do it full as well as I could. Mr. Pitt, who had carte blanche given him, named every one of them, but what would you think he named himself for? Lord Privy Seal, and, what will astonish you as it does every mortal here, Earl of Chatham. The joke here is that he has had a fall upstairs, and has done himself so much hurt that he will never be able to stand upon his legs again. Everybody is puzzled how to account for this step, though it would not be the first time that great abilities have been duped by low cunning. But be it what it will, he is certainly now only Earl of Chatham, and no longer Mr. Pitt, in any respect whatever. Such an event, I believe, was never read nor heard of. To withdraw, in the fullness of his power and in the utmost gratification of his ambition, from the House of Commons, which procured him his power, and which alone ensure it to him, 
and to go into that hospital of incurables, the House of Lords, is a measure so unaccountable that nothing but proof positive could have made me believe it, but true it is. Hans Stanley is to go ambassador to Russia, and my nephew Ellis to Spain, decorated with the red ribbon. Lord Shelburne is your Secretary of State, which I suppose he has notified to you this post by a circular letter. Charles Townsend has now the sole management of the House of Commons, but how long he will be content to be only Lord Chatham's vice-regent there, is a question which I will not pretend to decide. There is one very bad sign for Lord Chatham in his new dignity, which is, that all his enemies without exception rejoice at it, and all his friends are stupefied and dumbfounded. If I mistake not much, he will, in the course of a year, enjoy perfect otium cum dignitate. Enough of politics. Is the fair, or at least the fat, Miss C., with you still? It must be confessed that she knows the arts of courts, to be received at Dresden, and so connived at in Leicester Fields. There never was so what a summer as this has been, in the memory of man. We have not had one single day since March without some rain, but most days a great deal. I hope that does not affect your health, as great cold does, for, with all these inundations, it has not been cold. God bless you. End of section 210. Read by Professor Heather and by. For more free audiobooks or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.